We welcome you here. It is a lovely day to be here, to celebrate on the Lord, to give him thanks and praise for this wonderful year ahead of us. Thank you, Father God. We don't have Kev with us this morning. He's working. So we need everyone, hands on deck. <laughs> We're going to get together and praise God. Let's confess our vision. We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the word of God, and we make an internal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Amen. We just, I'm so happy to be here today and to see all the faces here. And I thank, thank you, Father, for healing, for your healing power. We are the healed. We walk in divine health and healing through our flesh. Thank you, Father God. I just worship you and praise you. Thank you, Lord. I have a few scriptures this morning that I want to read. Just encourage everyone to, to praise I have Psalm 100, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you land, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing, know that the Lord, he is God, it is he who has made us, and now we ourselves, we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise, be thankful to him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations amen and i have psalm 150 praise the lord praise god in his sanctuary praise him in his mighty firmament praise him for his mighty acts praise him according to his excellent greatness praise him with the sound of the trumpet praise him with the lute and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So this morning, let's praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you this morning, Father. We just come into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. Father, and we just bless your name, Father. We just thank you for this time that we get to come before you and just worship you and praise you with all that we have, Lord. We thank you and we worship you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Every praise 
every praise belongs to you. Every praise is to our God. Hallelujah. And everything we can praise him. Thank you, Father. For he is worthy of our praise. Yes. Thank you, Father. For our next song, we're going to be singing about our freedom. We are no longer slaves. In Romans 8, we learn that we have not received a spirit of fear, a bondage, um, but that we have received a spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, and the Spirit himself bears witness that we are the children of God. And so we're going to celebrate this freedom in Christ that we have today, that we are no longer slaves. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no longer a slave. child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. From my mother's
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And since children of God, we can worship him. Glory to God. Psalms 108 and 2 says, Arise, my soul, and sing praises to him. I will awaken the dawn with my worship, greeting the daybreak with songs of light. So we're going to do just that this morning. Continue to praise now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. We worship you tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sing your goodness on the mountain. I felt your love on in the valley. And your grace still surrounds me. God, you've been good to me. You've been good to me. See your goodness on the mountain. I felt your love. I felt your love within the valley. Your grace surrounds me. And your grace still surrounds me. God, you've been good to me. Oh, you've been good to me. My soul my soul sing with all my heart. I love you, Lord. You're my first love. You're my
dreams to come and when seasons change i won't give up because you never failed me no not one thing i'm dancing on the rising sun to a hopeful future to the dreams to
Oh, oh, we worship you. Oh, you are good, you are good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, when there's no instruments, your voice becomes the instrument. Yes. Amen. So if it sounds a little light in here, and maybe you're like, mm, well, they need some instruments. Why don't you sing this morning? Right. <laughs> Use your voice. Psalm 59 verse 17 says, I will lift my voice. When you lift your voice, it's not a quiet thing. Well, I just sing to myself because, you know, I don't sing that good. It doesn't matter. He delights to hear your praise. He delights to hear it from you. We're selfish when we withhold that from him because he's given you the breath, he's given you the lungs, he's given you the, the voice, the vibration, he's given it all to you. Now, maybe you can't hold a melody, it's okay. You're in church, this is the safest place <laughs> that you can do it. And if you can't sing, maybe you can just lift your voice and talk it out. <laughs> You don't have to sing it out. Hum. There you go. Just hum it out or talk it out to him. But don't leave here with praise in your heart that's not released to him. That's a selfish act. And we're not selfish people. Amen? We are givers. We give God praise that he deserves. Because we're standing here. I was standing here. And I was lifting my arms, and I was like, "Woo!" this time last year, I couldn't even lift my arms. I had uh, some, uh, uh, what do you call it? No, what do you call it, Eric? See, I don't even know. Some uh, dis herniated discs in my neck, too. And so I, was, I still go to the chiropractor for it once a week, but I could not raise my arms. Like, I could not do this, especially this one. But I, the, when I did that, I'm like, oh, I'm raising my arms. Well, I wanted to raise it more and give God praise more. <laughs> right? Because he's the healer. This time last week, I was coughing up a storm. <laughs> Ain't coughing no more. Thank you, Jesus. This time last week, what were you doing? We had a lot of people who were fighting the good fight. Fighting the good fight. Quarantined in separate rooms, not seeing each other face to face. We weren't here in person last week. We couldn't see you online. We only saw your comments, and there wasn't many. So we were like, huh, wonder who's with us today. <laughs> we count on comments. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Ivan. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. We count on comments. When you are live, you don't know who's watching unless they say something and type something in. <laughs> and so we release our praise to God when we open up this mouth. Yes. And it says, I will lift my voice to sing your praise, oh, my strength. He calls God. That's what he needed at that time, strength. If you need peace, say, oh, my peace. If you need healing, oh, my healer. Whatever it is, oh, my joy. Oh, my restoration. Oh, my comfort. What is it that you need? He is that to you today. Lift your voice and sing his praise. For you came to my defense. Oh, God, you have shown me your loving mercy. That's just one of the Psalms of David. And so this morning, let's just take a minute and let's just do that again. <laughs> let's just do it right. Amen. Do it right this time. 
Not that I, not that you didn't do it right last time, but let's do it just a little better than you did previously. Amen. Because we've got more revelation and more light just in a few seconds. Amen. So now when you get revelation and light, you could praise him all the more better. Amen. So let's lift our voice. Father, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. We fill this place with your praise this morning. We fill this place with your praise this morning. Hallelujah. You inhabit the praises of your people. You come and dwell in our praise. Take up residence in our praise. Oh, God, our strength. Oh, God, our stability. Oh, God, our loving Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We delight in worshiping you. We take pleasure in worshiping you. We give you all the glory and the honor. We give you all the praise. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Ramando, siando, Ramanda. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Oh, ha, 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 ha. God of joy. God of joy. God of joy. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Ah, ha, ha. Glory to God. You deserve the worship this morning. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Hallelujah. Glorify you. We magnify you. We trust you. We rejoice in you. Oh, hallelujah. We are free in you. We are free in you. The God of freedom. Oh, my freedom. We worship you this morning. We worship you. Aren't you glad you're no longer a slave to sin? <laughs> you're no longer a slave to the kingdom of darkness, but you've been translated into the kingdom of his son. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you know, in his kingdom, there is joy. And it says in the word of God that it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Do you have glorious joy this morning? Some of us need to let our face know. Just saying. All right. Glory to God. Why don't you greet one another? Put a smile on your face. You're in church. You can be joyful. <laughs> we get all serious. Come on and greet one another. If it's from a distance, that's fine. Do what you are comfortable doing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Some of us are waving at others. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Good to see you this morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Happy New Year face to face. It's a good one. For some people, it didn't start out as good as they wanted it to, but it only gets better from here. Amen? Amen. Glory to God.
If this is your first time here at Father's House Family Church, first time here, could you please raise your hand so we can acknowledge you first time? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Any first timers? I happen to know there's two first timers in here. They're, they're probably a little shy, but just give them a hand this morning. They know who they are. <laughs> It's good to bring your friends to church. Amen? Amen? It's good to bring. Because, you know, if you like someone, you want to be with them. And so just bring everybody you like so then in church there won't be people you don't like because you brought them all. <laughs> just, you know, it's not a little selfish, but bring everybody and then you'll like everybody. Some people say, well, I don't like everybody. Well, bring some people you like. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. You ready to give this morning? Praise God. Good morning. How are we doing today? Thanks, praise team. I always got to give them a shout out, encouragement, because that's what got me coming to this church and kept me here, is because is it, it really ministers to me. And I know when Kevin's not here, it's really hard to sing along with a track, because I know when I'm in my car, and no one's with me, and I got that music blast, and I still mess up, even though they're singing the words. So we thank you so much for showing up and, and practicing, because we all need practice with the things we want to get good at. Amen? So uh, this is the first meeting we're having this year, isn't it? Together is what I'm saying. I'm wondering, like, how, how long we got to say Happy New Year to people. I mean, if I've already seen you, it's like Happy New Year. Okay, we're done with that. But those I haven't seen, Happy New Year. Now, if you don't see somebody and it's been months and months this July, do you still tell them Happy New Year? I don't think so, but maybe Happy Fourth or something. Anyway, oh, I'm so excited. I was, like, back there shaking a little bit, and, you know, I drank almost my whole water. Yeah, I still, you know, it. When you come up in front of people, you want to say the right thing. You don't want to mess up. So whoever saw me last week on the computer, I couldn't read scripture to save my life. But I'll blame pastor for not double spacing the script that we had. I couldn't, you know. I like double space. I can read it and go back. I mean, I tried going back and reading. Then I was repeating the scripture. I said, forget it. I'm done. Anyway, so the way I came up with the scripture I want to share with you today about the offering and I pray that you all showed up, expect healing, prosperity, whatever it is that's on your heart. But the way I came up with this scripture is, and I was laughing back there too because I was thinking about what I was going to say. And I looked at, I, I actually was blessed to go to the ancient city of Babylon when I was overseas. Somebody came in one morning and was like, hey, you want to go see the ancient city of Babylon? I was in Baghdad at the time. I said, yeah, sure. All right, we're going to jump on a helicopter. We're going to fly there. And this is before, like, when I got there, and it was April 2000, well, March 2004. It was, like, the one-year anniversary, and it was pretty quiet. So we got to take 
a trip like that without having to worry too much about our safety. So we jumped in a Blackhawk and from Baghdad to the city of Babylon, it's about 50 miles. So I felt like I was in a movie. It was a real good time. So I like to learn about history and things. And I was on my phone. and I think I had the History Channel on. And I was, she's doing her thing on her iPad on the couch. And I'm looking up ancient city of Babylon. And then I'm looking at different things. And then some scripture came to mind. And I remember I was with uh, Pastor Maria and Pastor Jack. I gave them a ride to the VA one morning. And she was talking about talents. So I was looking up talents. And then Matthew 7 came up. So I got onto Matthew chapter 7. And if you know anything about Matthew chapter 7, there's a lot here. And this is this jumped out at me and I'm going to camp out on Matthew chapter 7 for this year. And I think if we live by everything Jesus teaches in that chapter, we're going to be doing pretty good. So some of the things he talks about is about judging others. We know that. The golden rule. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. The narrow gate. The only way to get into heaven is through Jesus. Amen. If you want to go to hell, that gate's wide open. So take your pick. The tree and its fruit. True disciples. Building on a solid foundation, which Pastor Jack, Pastor Maria, my in-laws, they started this church. And we have a very strong foundation. And everybody here that I'm looking at, you're part of that foundation. So we're growing this year. We're going to grow fast. We've been saying it. It's going to happen. And we got a foundation. we got a good foundation. Have each other's backs. Look out for one another. Pray for each other. And spend time together. Amen? So what I'm going to talk about, Mr. Ivan, you can put that up there, is effective prayer, which Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receive. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. One of the things when I was a firefighter, it was always try before, uh, try before you pry. Some firefighters, they like to grab an axe and just go right at that front door and start banging the thing down. And you could have just turned the doorknob to get in. <laughs> and that's just what Jesus tells us, too. We don't have to. You know, for lack of a better term, kick the horse while beat that dead animal or knock that door down. Just ask the Lord, and he's going to open that door. So what are you asking for? What are you looking for? You'll get it. And so you just have to be faithful. And when, I, when this chapter jumped out at me and I was reading everything in it, I was like, man, I'm going to put that in my front pocket because that's where my phone is and I have that on my phone and I'm just going to keep studying it and the more I'm going to study it the more revelation I'm going to get and the more revelation I'm going to get the more faith is built and whatever I ask for I'm going to receive it whatever door I need open wherever it may be at my job a relationship with a family member that door is going to open and guess what we're not going to have to work hard when the faith is there amen so the second Sunday of every month is Mission Sunday, and the mission that we help out is on the island of Brava in Cape Verde, and that mission, 
they're doing pretty good. They appreciate everything that this church gives. We get weekly reports. I know Pastor Maria speaks with them all the time. And we just keep helping them out, spread the word, and let them know the greatest name is Jesus. Amen? We're still working on our roof project. We don't have updated, um, what do you call those things? Updated slides. We don't have updated slides like, like Pastor said. There's some people quarantining right now and, and taking care of others, and so it's not safe according to the CDC. I, I say according to the CDC because we have Jesus' blood that washes over us and protects us, amen? And I know some of you might have had the sniffles. Pastor admitted it and like, oh, we talk about healing here. Well, she could have had it worse or a lot longer. But we pray to God and we say, you know what, Jesus, heal me right now. And that's what we stand on. So at the end of the chapter, I just wanted to put in about um, the roof front, the roof project. Um, I'm so excited for what you're going to talk about today. So a roof project and um, the mission in Cape Verde. And uh, those are great things. And then what else? We got to build our impact in this community. We want to reach as many people as we can. And Dighton is just the start of it. Well, you guys will see. But one of the things I failed to mention and I'm going to talk about real quick now before we can stand up and do our confession is that when Jesus teaches, and if you look through, like in my Bible, whenever Jesus speaks, the letters are in red. And this, math, this chapter 7 is full of red. So it's Jesus teaching, right? But at the end, it says, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. For he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. Why did he teach? What does that mean, real authority? He wants you to get it. He wants you to know that you can have what you seek. Find what you're looking for. The doors will open that you want to open. And he didn't make these things up himself. That was directly from God. So that's why he was probably excited saying these things and saying, guys, you need to get this. This is very important about judging others. A lot of times people say, I don't want to go to church because there's people in there that are going to judge me. Well, those people are wrong that are judging you. We pray for you. We can teach you what the Bible says about any situation in your life, and then you've got to do the work while getting in the Word, praying and speaking directly with God about what it is that you need to change, what it is that you might need to build stronger in your lives, or anything else. We call people that judge others and they're Bible thumpers, right? They give us a bad name. I never once, when I'm out there talking to people, tell them, you need to do this or you need to do that. I got work to do on my own. I don't have time, but if you want to come to me and say, hey, Eric, I'm having a problem with this, or I need help with that, I'm here to help you. And if you want to know where to find it in the Bible, we can look together, because I don't know this whole Bible front to back. But that's what I'm here to help and encourage and say that Jesus is the answer. Amen? And that's everything. Everything. I don't know where Pastor went, but we can all stand and be ready to... Uh, <laughs> would be in trouble if she's the only one leaving. 
but anyway, we'll get ready, and, and hopefully I don't mess up. All right, ready? Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, settlements, estates and inheritances, interests and income, rebates and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Come up and put your offerings in the bucket, please, if you have to do so. One of the things I've mentioned, you know, throughout this past year is about checks in the mail. And we received quite a few checks in the mail, didn't we, Pastor? So I want to build on that with faith and say we're going to be acquiring properties, vehicles, etc. Just build on, you know, I think a good starting point for us was checks in the mail. Let's build on that. Amen. All right. Now you can pray. to God. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Mr. Eric. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give. We thank you that this year will be the most fruitful year that we've ever seen, and that includes in our finances. We thank you, Father, for blessings of the Lord that overtake us and make us rich this year. We thank you, Father, that the blessing of the Lord is upon each and every one of us because we are in covenant with you. And so every seed we sow in faith produces in Jesus' name. We receive a rich harvest this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Glory to God. Do you believe it and receive a rich harvest this year? Of all the seeds, are you keeping track of the seeds that you sow? <laughs> if not, I would uh, encourage you to do so because when you receive, how do you know that that's your harvest? How do you know? And so keep track. I have a seed time and harvest journal that I uh, keep. And so I write my seeds in there every time I sow because I want to keep track of what is coming to me. Just like you keep track of what you, your hours at work and what you work, if they're one minute short, most of us would notice. <laughs> Wait a minute, I was slighted. <laughs> well, you want to keep track of the seed that you sow and believe for your harvest. Amen? Amen. Bless the Lord. Well, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about this morning. I'm very excited. I'm usually excited anyway. Uh, about uh, what God gives us in this church, the word that he gives us, but I'm extra excited about today's message. And so stay with us. We're going to get there. We're going to get where we need to go. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention before we do is the transformation track. 
Now, the transformation track, we don't do a good job of talking about it very much, but it is a very important part of our church. Uh, it takes us from where we are as an attender or a consumer, and it brings us to a point where we're a contributor, a partner with what God is doing here at this church. And so if you've not taken uh, uh, the opportunity to be a part of that uh, track, it's, it was done in four parts. Now we've taken four parts and made it into one. And Mr. Henry right here, sitting right up here in the front, he facilitates that class. It happens on a Saturday, and it will happen on a Saturday that you desire for it to happen on. And so it's not scheduled every uh, week or every month. Uh, so you'll need to see Mr. Henry, and he can get you signed up. Amen. I encourage you to do that this year because... Um, that's where our service to God in this church starts. And the reason we do that is to protect you and to protect us as a church. And if you've been with us for any amount of time, you've known that people have come and gone. And that happens in every church. Uh, but if you don't have something like this in place, uh, the first class is the connection class. That's the opportunity for you to partner, but that's the opportunity where you learn about us. You don't always hear all of our beliefs from the pulpit. You know, I'm teaching our beliefs, obviously. They're going to align with what we believe, but you'll get our statement of faith. You can find it on the website, but it will be broken down for you uh, in more detail. Uh, you'll hear about the ministries that we associate with. You'll hear about uh, how the church started. All of that information is in that first class. And then you'll learn about the importance of partnership. And there's a covenant partner agreement that you sign and that we sign. And that means that we'll pray for you. As the pastor of this church, I pray for you on a daily basis. We have prayers here that pray for you on a daily basis. We cover you. It's hard to be able to speak into someone's life and pray for them spiritually in the office of a pastor if they're not coming to church. And so uh, this year I'm going to be extra vigilant about that. So for those of you listening and those of you who are in the house, I need to see you. And so, you know, I have individuals who will call and ask me to help this one or help that one or speak into their lives. As a pastor, my authority, spiritual authority, is when you come to church. Amen. You can call me and I can pray for you, but it will be like I'm praying for Joe Schmo at the store, which we all have that anointing and that grace to do it, and we should. But if you want a pastoral prayer and a pastoral yeah. covering, get your butt in church. Amen. That's all I'm going to say about that. Glory to God. I learned some things, Mom, from 2021. Learned some things. Get your behind in church because I see you going everywhere else, but you can't come to church. I don't want to hear it. Oh, the virus. I see your posts. I see it. You're everywhere. Don't lie to God. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. That's the pastoral coming out of me this morning. I love you, and I want the best for you. And if you are a part of this body, and you want more of God, get your behind in church. <laughs> get your behind in church. Okay, glory to God. I love you all. Please receive that in the spirit by which I say I truly love you. And I would help everybody. My husband will tell you, I am texting people at 10, 11 o'clock at night who say they're members of this church, but I haven't seen them in months. 
in months. Call every time we need something. And I love them. And I, I want to help them. But I can't help you if I can't see you. If I see you, at least I can see something wasn't right with so-and-so today. And God will bring that in my heart a little more. Here's how you could pray for them. If I can't see you, I don't know what you're doing. And I'm not stalking you on Facebook to find out. <laughs> That's not how this works. And so I love you, and I want the best for you. So come to church anytime you have opportunity. I do have some very exciting news to share with you this morning, and we're going to do that in just a few minutes. But before we get there, I want to take a few minutes to remind you about our mission as a church. Uh, I spent a good deal of time talking about our mission, our vision, our values uh, for this body uh, all through uh, 2021, like February, March, I think January, February, March of last year, and then we've sprinkled it in here and there. Uh, but we're going to be talking more about it because that's, we, that's our focus. That's what, that's what we're mandated to do here on this earth. And so we'll talk more about it. But I want to focus on our mission this morning. You see the letters up here, the words up here, mentor, strengthen, impact. Well, the whole thing is to mentor individuals into the image of Jesus Christ, to strengthen families, and to impact communities. That's, that's our mission. And today I want to remind us of the third pillar, to impact communities. Uh, this means, uh, the word impact means to have a strong effect on someone or something. It also means a marked effect or influence. Words that are similar to impact are affect, influence, change, alter, touch, and transform. That's all that you're saying when you say impact. Touch it, transform it, change it, alter it influence it. That's what impact means. When we say impact communities, that's what we're saying. I want to transform this community. That's what we're saying. Genesis 1:26 says, and God said, let us make man. Genesis 1 verse 26. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I like to start right here when we talk about impact, because this is where we see God made the earth for man and women, for us. He made the earth for us. He expected Adam and those who followed him to exercise stewardship and ownership. That's why we're here on this planet, to take care of the earth for God. We were meant to be in charge here. <laughs> that was God's plan. And he never changes his plan. I know what Adam did. He, you know, he surrendered his authority to the devil and turned it over to him. But God's plan never changed. Jesus came and he took care of all of that. He took care of it for us. And so you were created, fashioned, designed to make an impact on this earth for God. God designed you to affect, influence, change, alter, touch, and transform your sphere of influence. What is that? It's where you live, where you work, where your kids go to school, where you shop, where you worship, 
where you hang out, where you vacation, where you relax. You were created to make an impact everywhere you go. Amen. You and I have been chosen by God to live in the exact time that we're living in right now. I know, I like when I look at like the 30s, the clothes and stuff that they had, like the beautiful dresses and things. I know some people like the 50s. Um, you know, does anyone like the 80s? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My husband, he's an 80s man. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, 80s. So uh, there are different times and we'll be like, oh, you know, I wish I was back in the 30s or, you know, the 20s, you know, when they had the little things and the curls, the pin curls. Oh, I just love that. And so, but yeah, let's just do it now in the time we're living in because everything comes back. And so, but enjoy the time that we're in. We were born for this time. I was born in 1973 for this purpose, for this purpose, for to live right now. And so uh, just as Esther was born for such a time as this, remember her uncle told her that? You were born for such a time as this, so weren't you. I'm telling you that this morning. You were born for such a time as this. And what else? This church was birthed for such a time as this. And so... Uh, God not only had us to be born in this time, but born again and equipped for what it takes to overcome the world. Hallelujah. Using the faith that he's given to us. It says in 1 John 5, 4, for whatsoever, it should say whosoever, is born of God, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And I add our faith in him. <laughs> His faith. Amen. Amen. Now God placed each of us in a specific place where you live, where you work, all of that in a specific place. He placed this church here in Dighton. When God places you somewhere, you have the responsibility, the authority, hallelujah, to take possession of that said place <laughs> and influence, change, Alter, touch, transform that place. When he's called you there, he's equipped you to do all of that. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16. You are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Our presence should change the flavor of society. As we bring the savor of Christ to our surroundings wherever we go. That's what we're called to do. When we walk in the fullness of the authority that God has given to us, 
We affect, alter, and transform every place our feet touches. Glory to God. We talked about this before. Jesus didn't preach much about going to heaven. He spent a lot of time preaching about heaven coming to earth. Spent a lot of time. Now, he, ta- he told us he's the way to heaven. We know this. But he talked a lot about the kingdom of heaven coming to earth. Hallelujah. He said that that was God's will. That's why he doesn't just pull us out of here when we get saved. We have work to do. We don't change this system by getting out of the system. That's not how we change it. Glory to God. To have kingdom impact, we don't just come here to church, lock the doors, and pray for the sinners that are out there in the world. We pray for you. You need Jesus. No, there's something more we have to do. That's not our purpose here, is to just come together and and just stay indoors in our four walls and pray for people. There's work that accompanies the prayer. There's work that accompanies the worship and the praise. So God positions us within the system. Your job (laughs) may be quite fun, but you've been put there and you are positioned there. And through his guidance, hear me, his guidance and his anointing. Through his guidance and through his anointing, we become the greatest influence. You can increase your influence in other ways. There are ways to increase your influence. But don't do it apart from his guidance and his anointing. That's number one. That's how we gain influence. We see this in Daniel's life. We've talked about this before. He was planted among sorcerers, astrologists, soothsayers. And he was empowered so much that his name came up before the king. And he impacted the system from within. We see it also in Joseph's life. He was sold by his brothers, and it looked like he came to the end of his story. That's the end of Joseph. No, that was the beginning of Joseph's story. Hallelujah. And his name also came up before the king. It reminds me of a verse in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16, which says, A man's gift makes room for him. And brings him before great men. Hallelujah. Joseph's influence was great. There's no denying that. And even when it looked like he had another setback, he was accused of wrongdoing, but he didn't do it. He stayed steadfast. And the favor of God empowered him to rise up and change the whole system from the inside. Glory to God. He changed it from the inside. Bless the Lord. Those are just two examples of two just normal guys uh, who God used to make a huge impact where they were. So you as an individual are called to make an impact. When you walk into the room, 
the light of Christ that is in you should change the room and drive out the darkness. It should. You've been empowered to alter the conditions of environments around you. We've been empowered to do that. That's what impact is. Now, as a church, we also have been called to do the same. As a body, together, all of us together, we want to make a significant and eternal impact. And that's very important. We want to do things in this physical realm, but we also, more importantly, want to impact eternity for others. We want to make an eternal impact, one that will last forever. Because what we do here on this earth is wonderful. But the day we take our last breath, that stays here. I mean, what we do for God will last. We'll hear about it again in heaven. That doesn't stay here. But our jobs, those kind of things that we do in the physical, those things stay here. The things that touches the, the spiritual realm, those things we'll hear about again when we get to heaven. We'll hear about it. God's going to show us what you've done with what I've given you, all of that. We're going we're gonna to hear about it again. And so we want to make an eternal impact. Glory to God. Jesus is our example of this. He made the most significant and eternal impact in history. <laughs> he did. Others are trying to make big impacts, and they are doing a great job. But no one will ever have an impact the way Jesus had an impact. While he was on this earth, Acts 10.38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power and went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. You too have this same anointing. You can read this scripture and say, How God anointed Maria Murphy. Put your name in there. How God anointed me with the Holy Spirit and with power. And then we do what Jesus did. Jesus himself said in John 14, 12, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works <laughs> as I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Glory to God. My goodness. Jesus said that we can have a greater impact than he did. <laughs> All that we would get that revelation. Hallelujah. That's amazing. Jesus fed 5,000, 5,000 with a few loaves. He cleansed the lepers. He healed many diseases and raised the dead. And he said, those who believe in me will do greater works than I did. We've been called and equipped to make a significant and eternal impact. Greater works. It's time for the greater works to appear. First Peter 2.9 it says, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's very own possession. Hallelujah. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. 
for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. And what did he say about the light? We don't put the light under a basket. We are the light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is what each and every one of us as children of God and followers of Jesus are called to do. So how do we as a church make an impact in our communities starting with the town of Dighton where our church is right now? We get involved in the community and we share Jesus. Very simple. We get involved in the community and we share Jesus. So today I want to give something to you. I'm, 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 I like memorials. I like to memorialize things. So I want to give something to you, and he's going to pass it out to you. Some of you have this. My leadership team has this already. Those who don't, just raise your hands. We could do one per household uh, if we have extras later on, if you want to take another one. And so he's going to... Uh, hand this out to you, and what I want you to do is when you look at it, I want you to remember that you are called to make an impact right where you are. Every time you look at this, you're called to make an impact right where you are. Can you remember that? All right. So you can, once you get it, you can open it and look at it. All right. I will show those who are online what we got here. I want you to look at it, and it's a memorial to you. Every time you look at this, you remember that you are building your impact for God in your life every day. I don't know. Can you get a close-up of it, Eric? I'll, I'll hold it up with the camera. I don't know if you want to zoom in so the people, I'll hold it this way. And so I want you to look at it and remember that. Say, I've been called, I've been called to, make an impact. to make an impact. I've been chosen, I've been chosen to, make an impact. to make an impact. I'm anointed, I'm anointed to, make an impact. to make an impact. Glory to God. Now, did we get a good close-up of it? Somewhat? Okay. So <laughs> now you should have been in church. So now... <laughs> <laughs> just joking. I know we have a number of individuals. Now, let me just clarify this. We have a number of individuals who are still fighting the good fight of faith. So there are some that are not here for that reason. They're not here because they are still, you know, fighting the good fight. So it's not, I'm not saying that about them, what I said at the beginning. Uh, so building our impact. There's another reason we're handing this out this morning, another purpose, and that is my way of announcing to you that we are building a brand new church. Glory to God. Woohoo! Glory to God. Glory to God. We are building in Dighton. In Dighton. We're staying in Dighton. And so uh, it would be easy to look around and say, but we haven't even outgrown the sanctuary it's not full of people I don't understand are you sure you're being led of the Lord what's going on here <laughs> that is true we've not outgrown our congregation where we meet and worship our sanctuary but we have outgrown our ability to build our impact here on this premises 
Those of you who have been us, with us for any period of time know that one of the mandates we have for this body from the very beginning is to have a child care center. And the town will not approve it for this building. It is not adequate for it. We can't do it. We talked about building a multi-purpose building. We can't. We have a septic that would have to be moved. Uh, this building also has foundational issues. It also has, you see, the outside needs to be fixed. We also have lighting issues. We have electricity issues. And to pay for all of that would be between $1 million to $2 million. We can build a brand new facility for less than that. And that is what we're going to do. This building will be going up for sale very shortly. And we will be purchasing land here in Dayton to build. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, we are going to build so we can increase our impact in this community, which will include the child care center. Yeah, he got them up there for you. That's, that's uh, our, we're going to put that on our, our uh, we have signs to put up there. Uh, to change the 2021. We're going to put that up there until we have our official plans. When we have our official plans, we'll add those up on the screens. But this is to enlarge our vision just a bit, uh, to, to remember and remind us every time we walk in the doors, 2022 is the year we're building our impact. And so uh, we're going to have a child care center, a rec center, where we can have rec leagues for kids and teens before and after school care programs, other types of programs. This town is big on family. I know when my kids lived it, when we, they went through the school system here, it, you know, it's family. Uh, there's lots of kids. We did the Christmas uh, thing with the police officers two years ago, uh, the toy drive, and like everyone who came into the school to get toys. I have five kids. I have six. I have seven, I have three, I have four. I'm like, wow, <laughs> y'all love kids. <laughs> they love kids. And we love kids. And we love teens. And that is how we're going to make our impact in this town. We get the kids and we get the teens, we're going to get the parents. And so that's how we're going to make our impact in this town. So let me bring you up to speed really quick on where we're at and what we've done at this point. We've had conversations and we'll continue to do so with a broker out of Ohio that Pastor Gary Cassie hooked us up with. He's been very good. His name is Mike. I'm believing you'll get to meet him uh, at one point. Uh, I'll be talking to him some more tomorrow. We've signed on with Lena uh, over here, Miranda, as our realtor. Glory to God. And so uh, we are looking for buildable land in Dighton. We've met with a pastor friend in Connecticut, Pastor Adam Fredericks, who just built an absolutely beautiful facility about two years ago. And so we met with him and asked him a ton of questions, him and his administrator, and got so much good information. It's always good to learn from other people who are ahead of you. Yeah. And to be humble enough to ask for help <laughs> and to ask for, okay, how'd you do this? What's the biggest obstacle you had? You know, so we can expect things. And then when we learn, we can help somebody else. Amen? Uh, we also, uh, the week of Christmas, we received a call from the town. From the, uh, now this is a town, not a, a city, so it's not the mayor or anything like that. So the town, uh, the building, uh, let's see, it was the building commissioner who called us on behalf of the town administrator. 
So there is some interest here in this facility, and they also have land. And so we are going to be having more discussions with them about that. They do not want us to leave Dighton. They want us here. In fact, the building, the person we talked to, he said that, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I'm going to retire in this position, and I can't wait to see the impact that you all are going to have. They don't want us to leave. And so uh, we're excited about uh, what's going to take place. And uh, God has already started to, to show us that he's leading us and he's guiding us. Uh, back on October the 28th in 2020, after we made the announcement, about two weeks after we made the announcement of the transition, I took some time to go before the Lord and talk to him about the transition that was going to take place. Uh, actually, it will be a year tomorrow on January the 10th. Amen. One year. Glory to God. Uh, that's, it's just an awesome thing. It went by so fast. One of the things he made very clear to me and that he uh, drew my attention to was Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 1 to 8. And it's the account of the transition from Moses to Joshua. He said that he was going before us, going ahead of us. He is already where we are going and that he is preparing everything. We'll already have favor with the people in the town of Dighton, and we're seeing that, and town officials, and that evil spirits that have been working in Dighton will be removed. That was something that he shared with me, you know, you don't even think about that, Steph, but that's what he said to me. People will see us at a, as a light and joy, a resource, a safe place, and a place to be mentored and strengthened. He is positioning us as such, and he is giving us definitive and divine plans. Amen? Proverbs 16, verse 3 says, Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. That is what we are doing. I committed myself to him, and he has led us every step of the way till here. And he's going to continue leading us as we go where he's called us to go. Haggai chapter 1 and verse 8 in the Amplified Classic, it says, Go up to the hill country and bring lumber and rebuild my house. I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, says the Lord, by accepting it as done for my glory and displaying my glory in it. Yes. Hallelujah. We are building our impact for the glory of God. And his glory is going to be in it. Amen. Glory to God. By March, we should see some uh, developments as things happen that I can share with you. I will do that. But I feel that we'll be breaking ground by spring. All right. Amen. You in agreement? We'll be breaking ground by spring. Can't break ground in the winter anyway. So <laughs> kind of hard ground. If you watch Gold Rush, you know that. And so I can't, can't break ground. Now he's like, it's the frozen tundra. I can't get in there. So uh, we can't do that. But uh, by spring, I believe we'll have our breaking ground ceremony. Are you in agreement? Yeah. I'm in agreement. Yeah. Glory to God. All right. So uh, this year, we're building our impact. And we're going to enjoy the fruits of our labor, the fruits of our prayer. Hallelujah. 
glory to God, all of the things that God has told us we're going to see come to fruition. Amen? To fulfillment. Glory to God. Are you with me? Amen. Now, I want to caution us before we close. I want to caution us on something because uh, a lot of times when you know something is coming, you tend, there's a tendency to relax. And there's a tendency to say, well, we'll just wait till we get to the new place to do that. Oh, well, oh we don't got to take care of this. We'll just move on. That's not how the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God says that you be faithful in the small things. Then he'll promote you. We're going to be faithful in the small things. We're going to come to church, amen, faithfully. We're going to stay committed. We're not going to put a lot of money into big repairs or anything in this building. We're going to exercise wisdom on that. But we're going to do small things. We're going to take care of things. We'll be launching our Bible school in September. We'll be doing that. We're going to do the things that we need to do in this building because it's going to serve us until it's time to go. God's given us this building, and we thank him graciously for it. This building is an investment for us. It's going to serve us well on the other side, (laughs) if you only knew. (laughs) And so um, that's how the kingdom, we're going to be faithful and serve with excellence until we leave this place, and we're going to take that with us when we get to the next place. We're not going to have dysfunction here and bring dysfunction with us. So... My leadership team, we're going to have our meetings. We're going to do what we need to do. We're going to build our impact while we're here. We're going to reach out to the town. Mike has a series right now with our young people. He's asking them, how can we impact the town in 2022? Ideas, what can we do? So that way we can help the town. And so he's, he's not stopping. He's not stopping just because let's just wait. Let's wait till we see what's going to... No, we're not waiting. We're going to just... Pursue God and pursue his work and be faithful to what he's called us to while building our impact here. And when the time comes, it's just going to be an effortless move to the next, next phase that he has for us, okay? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. So let's exercise our dominion mandate. <laughs> Dominating the world, the flesh, and the devil. Let's start acting like we're in charge here because we are. Amen. You are. You're in charge of of the place that God has you in today, wherever you are. And so if things don't seem to be going the way you think they should, use your authority and speak to it and tell it to change. Tell it to change in Jesus' name. Stand with me this morning. I hope you're excited as I am. I'm excited. I can't wait to get the plans for our new facility. It's going to have everything we need. Glory to God. Everything we need. When you walk in, you're going to walk into a nice lobby, nice foyer with seating and all kinds of things out there so you can mingle. We'll have a coffee bar. You'll be able to mingle and do what you need to do. And then We'll enter the service together, the sanctuary doors together. Now you come in, you come right in. The praise team's like, oh, we got to hurry up and finish our, you know, going over the songs. That won't happen then. You'll have a great children's ministry where they don't have to be quiet so we don't hear them during the service. <laughs> you know, they, they need to be able to make their noise. Glory to God. And so it's going to be wonderful. We're excited about yeah. it. Amen. Yeah. 
So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity that's in front of us to build our impact. We thank you for this opportunity, and we surrender to your plan. We get your plan, and we commit to your plan, surrendered wholly to you. And so where you tell us to go and what you tell us to say, we'll go and say. And we thank you, Father, that you will have your way throughout this entire project. It will be seamless. It will be smooth. I thank you, Father, that we'll have no major issues. It will be done on time, on budget, and everything will be done for your glory. In Jesus' name. And when we get together that first time, I thank you that your glory will fill that place. In Jesus' name. We give you glory and honor for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, thank you all for coming this morning. Thank you for those who joined us online. We love you all and we'll see you soon. God bless you.